0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are locked on BYU, your daily BYU Cougars podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every
1: day. Hey, everybody. I'm Jay Catch, host of Locked On BYU, your daily source for all things BYU Cougars here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you so much for taking the time to download the podcast. As always, if you're uh, one of our more experienced listeners, thank you once again for downloading us. And if you're new, just finding the show, welcome on in. My name's Jake. I cover, the, I cover the Cougars for the Zone Sports Network radio station in Salt Lake City, Utah. been doing it for the better part of a decade at this point in my career, and I have an absolute blast bringing this show to you guys each and every day. I really enjoy talking about the Cougars because it just goes hand in hand with everything I do professionally, and the goal for this podcast, just so you guys know, is to be your one-stop shop for all things BYU news that you need to know each and every day, but also we don't want to take up a ton of your day. So we keep it to try to keep it about 30 minutes for you, get you in, get you the information and then get you out and on your way to whatever is next during your busy schedules. Once again, thanks for downloading the podcast. It's a blast to bring it to you guys. Uh, please subscribe, rate, and review if you don't mind. Also, please share it with your family and friends on social media, word of mouth. Download the podcast for them if you have to. Pull out their iPhone or their, their Android and say, hey, this is how you do it. Subscribe for them because it will automatically populate each time we publish an uh, episode in their podcaster. It's, that, it's the glorious thing that we have when it comes to modern technology. All right. Enough about that. Uh, layout for the show today is... Of course, BYU getting ready to face number 6 Wisconsin this Saturday afternoon. 1.30 p.m. Mountain Time kickoff there at Camp Randall Stadium. Those of you that are traveling to Madison, I am extremely jealous. I made the trip last time BYU played out there, and it was one of the best trips I have been on in terms of going to a college football venue to see the entire stadium shake and sway when they were doing jump around between the third and fourth quarters was alone worth it. Food there is fantastic, so I'm very jealous of each and every one of you who are traveling to the game. And if you are, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know where what you're doing. Send us some pictures, etc. You can send those to us at Locked On BYU. Also, my personal Twitter feed is also where you can send it at Jacob C. Hash. Happy to interact with you guys and um, see what you guys are doing on your trip to go see the Cougars play the Badgers. All right, we'll be talking a little bit more about the Badgers here in a moment. Jeff Grimes spoke to the media yesterday in Provo. We'll be talking about some of the comments he made here in this first segment. Second segment, as you guys kind of noticed a trend in the middle part of weeks, I catch up with players from BYU, get their thoughts on how they're playing and also upcoming opponents. Today is no different. We'll be talking with offensive tackle Brady Christensen, the redshirt freshman. He started two games in his college career and has performed very well and is a guy that's seemingly emerged out of nowhere. So we talked to him about his emergence as a left tackle, also talked to him about about what he expects from Wisconsin, if he's excited to face the Badgers, and also we'll get his food recommendation for a place up in his hometown of Bountiful, Utah. So stay tuned for that. And then finally in the third segment, we will be getting to some quick hits some of the news from the other sports programs at BYU that we haven't had a chance to hit on yet this week or during during this show. So there you go. That is the layout for the show and without further ado, let's dive on in. Jeff Grimes spoke to the media yesterday. He speaks on Wednesdays normally at B- after BYU practices and he has quickly have he's quickly become one of if not my favorite quote on the entire BYU football program. He's a guy that doesn't mince words. He'll tell you exactly what he thinks. And if you give him a good question, a good pointed question, he gives you a good response and lets you know exactly what he thinks. It's something I appreciate as a media member. I know other media members also appreciate that, and it's very much in the same vein as former BYU head coach Bronco Mendenhall. Bronco, if you lobbed up a what we call a softball question in the media world, where you say, "Well, Bronco, talk about the Wisconsin defense," he gives you a short, canned answer, and on you go. If you were to ask Ask him, hey, Bronco, what do you think about um, Sagapolu, Wisconsin's def- star defensive tackle? He would go into depth on that player and let you know what he thinks. You ask direct pointed questions, you get usually get good responses. So Jeff Grimes, I appreciate that he does that. Okay. Yesterday, Tanner Mangum, when speaking to the media, used the line, we're on to Wisconsin, we're on to the next game multiple times. And I think it caused some consternation amongst the media that were interviewing him because it felt like he was kind of blowing off the media in a way. But Jeff Grimes, when he spoke to the media after Tanner spoke to the media, explained the philosophy of why Tanner used that phrase and why the entire offensive portion of the team all the players on offense would use the same approach here was jeff grimes on that approach
0: You know what? The approach has been, after each of the first two games, we review the film on Monday, and then I tell them that's over. And so I said, when people ask you about the Arizona game, you say, I don't know, we're getting ready for Cal. And when they ask you about Cal, you say, I don't know what you're talking about. We're getting ready for Wisconsin. And I think that's really the way you have to be as a player and as a coach. We don't have time to feel bad for ourselves that we didn't play as well as we could have. And the week before, we didn't have time to feel great about ourselves because we felt like we played okay and won a game. Maybe we lost. A little something there by thinking about that win against Arizona a little bit too long. And so our entire approach since Monday has been that game's over and, and we're totally focused on this one.
1: There you go. The old Bill Belichick method. We are on to whoever insert next opponent name here. That's why Tanner Mangum did it. I, I understand why Jeff Grimes is encouraging his charges, the offensive players for BYU, to do it. And towards the tail end of that comment there you heard him drop in a tidbit that he felt like the carryover from the Arizona win affected their preparation for Cal I if you guys have been listening to this podcast I've told you that my opinion is that they got a little fat and happy speaking of BYU after that win against Arizona and I think it really did play into them losing against Cal the next week they had a great chance to be 2-0 and but I just feel like they they got a little bit ahead of themselves, and they paid the price. Now, this week against Wisconsin, I'm not predicting an upset of any sort, but they'll go play the game and we'll see what happens. Jeff Grimes was asked about position battles in the aftermath of that Cal game. I think everybody kind of was hinting at the quarterback position in particular, but he kind of got a general question about position battles, and here's his thought on what's going on with this team currently.
0: And one of the things that we've challenged our guys with is that either you have to improve or we find somebody else to do the job. And I think our offense knows that we really mean that. And you've probably seen the last two weeks, some guys play a little bit more than some others. And maybe that was a little bit different than anticipated. And I imagine that'll probably be the case in this game as well.
1: There you go. Jeff Grimes on position battles. He was asked specifically later in the interview by Dick Harmon from the Deseret News about the offensive line in particular. And he actually used that question to expand out further on position position battles. So here was his other response, speaking about the offensive line in particular, but then expanding out the thought.
0: We've got some competition there and we've told them that depending on how, and this not just in the offensive line, but at a number of positions, depending on how they prepare this week and, and who does better, we may have some guys play a little bit more than others at some spots.
1: There you go, Jeff Grimes. New guys could play more minutes starting this week. That indicates to me that even at the quarterback position, this coaching staff is preparing as if they may need to insert Zach Wilson into the, into this game potentially. I'm not reporting that he's going to. I have not had a single soul of my sources down there in Provo tell me that Zach Wilson will play in this Wisconsin game. I am going off a gut feeling that they're amongst – Other positions, I think the offensive line is getting some looks at shaking a few things up there, but I'm also of the opinion that the quarterbacks are definitely under the gun and there could be some shakeups and some more playing time for certain players. Saturday will be a telling day. If it is a blowout early, I definitely could see Wilson getting inserted into this game. I'm still thinking that if Tanner Mangum is serviceable and doing okay, he'll play the entire The majority, if not all, of the Wisconsin game. And then I think McNeese State a week from now is when we might see Zach Wilson make his debut. Don't quote me on that because it definitely could change at a moment's notice. As most quarterbacks and football junkies will tell you, every player is one play away from being off the field and having their backup in the game. All right, and then Jeff Grimes was also asked, I believe this question came from Jay Drew from the Salt Lake Tribune yesterday. He was asked if, it, if his offensive philosophy had the ability to have a two-quarterback system in place. Of course, the question was posed uh, based on what Cal did last week with Chase Garbers and Brandon McIlwain uh, s- splitting time for the Bears in that game. So here here's Jeff, Jeff Grimes' thought on if he could use a two-quarterback system.
0: Well, I think if you have two guys with two different skill sets and you want to approach the game that way, then I think there's a place for that. Um, At this point in time, I don't think so, but we might look at that down the road. It's not something that's outside the realm of possibility.
1: There you go, Jeff Grimes. He does think it's a possibility. It works within the framework of his offensive philosophy, but he says you need to have two players who have distinct skill sets. Garbers for Boutman. Garbers for Cal, excuse me, excuse my bad language there, but Garbers for Cal was the better thrower. He could run it a little bit, but Brandon McIlwain was more of the runner versus the thrower. They inserted them at different points to take advantage of BYU. That's what Jeff Grimes is kind of speaking about there, and I... I can see the, the 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 smart play in doing that, and we'll see how it shakes out. But it doesn't sound like there's going to be a two quarterback system installed for BYU in the near future. All right, finally, as we wrap this segment up, Jeff Grimes is asked to talk about the Wisconsin defense. He mentioned that he has faced. Uh, the Badgers twice at least during his tenure as the offensive line coach at LSU and had a couple other chances to play against Wisconsin so here was his thought on the Wisconsin defense heading into Saturday's matchup.
0: Really, really sound, very hard to get a big play on they 're as well coached and as thorough in their preparation as any defense that i 've ever played against, really big and physical, but they 're not just big slow guys they 're big guys that can run and they don 't do a whole lot on defense, but they 're really, really good at what they do.
1: There you go, Jeff Grimes on the Wisconsin defense he says they 're not flashy, but what they do, they do extremely well. that kind of fits with the whole ethos of Wisconsin. They're not flashy on offense. They're not flashy on defense. But what they do, they do extremely well and they win games. That's, and that's a formula for success. You can't argue with what Wisconsin has done over the last two decades plus. All right, we'll take a time out here. Coming up next, Brady Christensen, left tackle for BYU, spoke with me one on one yesterday after practice. We'll talk to him, get some of his thoughts on Wisconsin as well, and he'll even address if he's going to he, if he's willing to reflect back on that Cal game. Hint. He's not going to. Anyways, coming up next, that's Brady Christensen. But real quick, fantasy football is underway, and there are two fantasy football shows to help you on the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On Fantasy Football 24-7 gives you all the latest news, waiver suggestions, and injury news. And then the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast is now the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast with experts with amazing guests scheduled every day. Amongst those guests include Tom Kestenick. Eric Edholm, Jeff Ratliff, and Tyra Lochner. Check out that podcast. It'll help you win your fantasy football league. I have checked it out. I can recommend it. Check it out, guys. And coming up next, Brady Christensen, BYU offensive tackle, joins me to talk about all things offensive line and BYU. That's next. This is Locked on BYU. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Guys, I want to talk to you about FanDuel for a moment here. FanDuel, of course, the leader in daily fantasy leagues. One of my favorite things to do is to have a new fantasy team every day that I can compete with. Makes for a fun time with fantasy. But FanDuel is expanding their contests in 2018, and I wanted to talk to you about a couple of those. First one I want to speak to you about is Gridiron Pick'Em. Users will get to choose winning teams for all of the Sunday games. There's no point spreads here. It's it's a winner-loser pick. $10,000 to be split amongst all top pickers each week. So check that out. Should be a lot of fun there. They also have a new friends feature which makes it easier to play head-to-head with your friends if that's what you're interested in. you can. They've reworked the friends' capabilities to include easier ways to invite people to compete, a more accessible way to start a head-to-head matchup, and better product integration so you can track how you are doing. Finally, I want to talk to you guys about Beat the Score. It's a brand new contest type, very exciting here, where fans have a chance to win money based on just getting past a preset score. You don't have to finish amongst the top of a sea of competitors. You get above that score, you split the money. Simple, easy and it gives you a good chance to win check it out all at fanduel.com use the promo code locked on when you get to fanduel.com that's fanduel.com locked on new users will get a 20 dollars bonus when they make their first deposit on fanduel come play with me and everyone else at fanduel.com locked on Welcome back. This is Locked On BYU. My name is Jake Hatch. Thank you so much for taking the time to download the podcast. It's a blast to bring the show to you guys, and I hopefully I hope, not hopefully, I hope that you guys find it of quality and something that you guys are able to use around the water cooler or when you're debating with your brother-in-law or whatever you're doing. It's an absolute pleasure to bring this to you each and every day. So thank you so much for taking the time to download the podcast and for your continued support of the show. Of course, we are your number one local daily podcast network here in the Locked On Podcast Network. So check out the other shows if there's another pro team or college team you're interested in. There's more than a good chance that we have that covered for you on the podcast network. All right. I had a chance to speak with Brady Christensen, BYU starting left tackle. He's only a red shirt freshman, but he's been a revelation ever since spring ball. He was a kind of a surprise signee when he signed before his LDS mission. Uh, he was out of bountiful high school. They listed him at 6'5, 250 pounds. Uh word on the street was that he was nowhere near that two hundred and fifty pound mark, okay, maybe not nowhere near, but he was under the two hundred and fifty pound mark, playing offensive line. It's hard to get noticed by coaches when you don't have the physical stature. But Garrett 2J, to his credit, the now currently Virginia's offensive line coach, formerly BYU offensive line coach, saw something in Brady Christensen, and I think BYU is going to benefit from it for the next three to four years. Christensen came in; he's transformed his body after his mission. He's now tipping the scales at 300 pounds. You'll hear him talk about that. You also hear him talk about Wisconsin, and you also get um, his breakdown of the excitement level for the team facing the number six ranked team in the country. And that's all coming up right now. This is me with Brady Christensen yesterday after BYU practice here on Locked On BYU. Here with Brady Christensen. Brady, first things first, you were six foot five, let's say you had 250 in high school. What happened? <laughs>
2: what happened? I gained a lot of weight. <laughs> I ate a ton. ate a, ate all day long. <laughs> was So was it easy to put on the weight? No, nah, it was tough. It took effort um, all these years. I mean, I've been trying to gain weight since I was a sophomore in high school, and, you know, mm-hmm. in the gym all the time in the weight room and just eating a lot, trying to eat good food. But it was tough. It's been a tough good. journey. But here
1: you a little bit of a surprise being the starting left tackle this year. I think a lot of people, when your name popped up on depth charts, they were like, hey, who's Brady Christensen? Um, can you talk a little bit about how you got to BYU in the first place and how you got to where you are n- right now? You
2: know, in high school, I was never really focused on playing Division One sports. I just focused on being the best high school player I could be. Mm-hmm. I knew if it was meant to be, it would be, and uh, they came and offered, and I committed here, and it's been a Dream come true, and I've loved every second of it so far.
1: So you committed to Garrett, Two J, and Bronco, correct? Yeah, yep.
2: Yeah. So Two J was the one that recruited me.
1: Okay, well, so now you're here. Now you're working with Coach Pew and Coach Grimes. What's it been like working with those two guys in particular?
2: Oh, it's been great. I mean, their knowledge of football and specifically the offensive line has just been awesome. I've just eaten it up and tried to focus on what they're saying and try to uh, take their constructive criticism and just run with it it's been awesome
1: so thomas showford starting left tackle the last two years he's slotted inside to let you move into that left tackle spot this year has he given you any tips on this position from his experience
2: oh yeah he's been great just as all the other guys as well they've been helping me with their my technique and my hands and where what to do and it's just been a lot of support from everyone so it's been great
1: what is the single most important thing for you, being a redshirt freshman, not a ton of experience in terms of playing football at this, at this level, but what's the single most important thing to you that you've learned so far? I think just belief,
2: like belief in my teammates, belief in myself, and go out and play with confidence and just take one play at a time. Don't worry if you've made a mistake in the last one. Just move on and play one play at a time.
1: It seems to be a theme. So, Just talking to Tanner just a minute ago, he, he talked about, hey, we're on to Wisconsin. We have to use the Belichick thing. Yeah. Is that a team-wide thing you guys have kind of just
2: adopted, that mentality? Oh, yeah, you have to, especially in this sport. I mean, it's a tough sport, and we play really good competition, and we're going to make mistakes. It's a part of football, um, but we just got to move on and keep going and keep focusing on our job each play at a time. What do you
1: think you guys can take away from that Cal game that can benefit you going forward?
2: I mean, like Tanner probably said, we had game's in the past, and we're really just focused on Wisconsin and uh, just prepping for them, really. Top 10 team going to their house.
1: What are you expecting from this game on Saturday?
2: Uh, it's going to be physical, and I'm excited for it. I love the physical nature of football, and they're one of the most physical teams in the nation. And We're going to go in and match it and going to go play our hearts out, that's for sure.
1: Is that a style that BYU wants to emulate
2: in terms of just the program-wide? Oh, definitely. We want to be physical, and not only the O-line position, but every position. We want to out-physical um, our opponents.
1: What's it like working with a running back like Squally Canada?
2: Oh, It's been great. He's a stud, man. He's a great leader and just it's always positive and having fun. That's what I love about him. Even when we're down, he's always trying to get us up and smiling and having a good time. What would you think is a key to beating Wisconsin on Saturday? Again, it all starts up front and being more physical than them. That's thats where it starts, and we know that. Um, so we just got to go out and execute and do our best.
1: Okay, You're a Utah native. I always like to finish on a, like a kind of a fun note. <laughs> Where's your favorite place to eat? Where's my favorite place to eat? Ooh,
2: that's tough. Uh, there's a Philly cheesesteak place in Bountiful called Vito's. Okay. Um, you can't even pay with credit card. It's just he used to be in a little trailer, but now he's in a little... I don't know, he rents out a little place. A hole in the wall. Yeah, area, yeah, type okay. of thing, but it is delicious. The best Philly cheesesteak sandwich in Utah.
1: So you legit think it's as good as anything. So. Okay, Yeah,
2: I think so. It's delicious. All right, we'll have to check it out. Thanks so much, Brady. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it.
1: There you go, BYU offensive tackle Brady Christensen. I'm going to go check out this Vito's place up there in Bountiful. I'm a sucker for Philly cheesesteaks. Don't get on me that the only good cheesesteak you can have is actually going to Philadelphia. I, can't, I get that. There's still decent options, even here in Utah. I think DP Cheesesteaks does a good job, but a hole-in-the-wall place like Vito's sounds like a joint I need to check out. If any of you have checked it out, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter, at Jacob C. Hatch, or at Locked on BYU. Happy to hear your guys' reviews on that. I'm always open to new food um. Recommendations, places to eat, etc. Here in Utah, I love eating food. So if you guys have suggestions, please reach out. Let me know if you have something that I th- you guys think I would be interested in. And don't worry, I'm not a, the type that's squeamish about eating at anything. I'll pretty much try anything at least once. So just a personal note there. All right, we'll take a time out here. We'll come back. Quick hits coming up next. Some of the news that we need to hit that involves other BYU sports. That'll be coming up in the next segment. But real quick, I mentioned at the start of this segment, the Locked On Podcast Network has got shows that cover all the teams you could be interested in. Of course, Locked On BYU is a proud part of the new college arm of the Locked On Podcast Network. Of course, that that arm continues to expand they added locked on wolverines locked on buckeyes and locked on seminoles most recently of course already covering the ducks nittany lions bears crimson tide wildcats razorbacks volunteers and of course right here with the byu cougars find your favorite college shows on apple podcasts google play store spotify or stitcher If you have another team you're interested in, we're covering it for you here, so check that out. All right, quick hits coming up next. This is Locked on BYU.
0: It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the years best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at days.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today.
1: That's days.com. Guys, sports betting is on the rise, and I have a lot of people ask me each week doing what I do in the sports media field about picking winners. To be honest with you, I don't usually know who's going to win, but if you think you do, you should check out my guys at MyBookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with MyBookie. Trust me, guys, they are your best bet this season to lay down some cash and win big today. want you guys to check it out. They have live in-game betting. They give you great rewards for being a player that plays in their games. And also, if you're a fantasy football fan or fantasy sports in general, you can even bet the over/under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. Join now and myBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar up to one thousand dollars, but you have to use the promo code on College to activate the offer. Visit myBookie online today. That's M Y B O O K I E, and then don't forget to use that promo code on College when creating your account to claim the bonus. You play, you win, you get paid. That's my guys at myBookie.
0: Are locked on BYU part of the locked on podcast
1: network welcome back locked on BYU is the podcast name as you just heard I am Jake Hatch your host of the podcast each and every day This is Quick Hits as we wrap up the show today. Some of the news that we need to hit that didn't make the show on other days or is new to today that we're going to hit on real quick. First things first, I failed to mention this yesterday, even though I teased it, and I apologize. We talked about BYU Cougars in the pros yesterday We focused on the NFL. I got carried away with those guys, the seven players in the NFL. I failed to mention that former BYU basketball player Kyle Collinsworth has signed a partially guaranteed deal in the NBA to join the Toronto Raptors. Okay, do I expect Kyle to go out and earn a job on the bench with the Raptors? Not particularly. It would be a great story after he made the Dallas Mavericks and... Played well in spots for that team. I would love to see him stick in the NBA. He's a guy that has refined his game. He transformed his body after that ACL tear while he was at BYU. You follow him on social media. He talks about all these things all the time. So best of luck to him as he heads north of the border. He joins former Utah guard DeLon Wright there with the Raptors. Kawhi Leonard, of course, being being traded to Toronto as well. The Raptors will be an interesting team, and here's hoping that Kyle Collinsworth can carve out a niche for himself with that team. We're rooting for you there, Kyle, here on Locked On BYU. Other news, number one-ranked BYU women's volleyball. They have their first match as since being ranked number one in the country. And, of course, it comes in a rivalry matchup with 24th-ranked Utah in their desert first duel. That is tonight, 7 o'clock at the Smith Fieldhouse in Provo. Um... I'm really excited for this match. BYU has been playing extremely well. Utah had a big-time injury when their star, Berkeley Oblad, announced that she will miss the remainder of the season with an injured elbow that needed surgery. I'm expecting BYU to go to 9-0. They are 8-0 on the season so far. They also will face Weber State this weekend. But best of luck to the Lady Cougars on the hardwoods tonight as they take on number 24 utah hopefully pick up some points in that desert first duel competition other news byu women's gymnastics head coach guard young announced that shannon evans and natasha marsh will be the team captains for the 2018 and 19 season guard young has his dumb gymnastics at the highest level he has coached at very high levels he's got byu on the up and up they're getting better and better it's it's kind of a it's a it's a grind. If any of you have paid attention to collegiate gymnastics, it's something that you either have a elite program or you don't. It seems like. But guard young, like I said, he has competed at the highest levels. He's coached at the highest levels, and he's doing his best to raise BYU to that level. So congratulations to Shannon Evans and Natasha Marsh on their captaincy this year. Finally, another BYU basketball note for you is. The West Coast Conference announced earlier this week the ESPN broadcast network uh, schedule for the conference teams. This includes both non-conference and conference action. BYU is slated to appear on ESPN networks eight times during the 2018-19 season that is coming up. Uh this is a great chance for BYU. Dave Rose has scheduled for his team extremely well this year. They, of course, open the season on the road at Nevada, a top-five team, in my opinion, in the country. Of course, they'll be facing Gonzaga, you St. Mary's in conference play. These games... Need to be broadcast far and wide, and ESPN has stepped up to help out the West Coast Conference do that. So it's big news for BYU. I believe BYU's first nationally broadcast game on ESPN. This not, I think CBS Sports Network has that Nevada game. But the first one for BYU in this release is their matchup with former WAC and Mountain West foe UNLV in the Neon Hoops showcase on Saturday, December 15th, there in Las Vegas. It's set for a ESPN networks is what the what the um, ticker says right now I would guess it probably ends up on an ESPNU it's a 5.30pm uh, tip off but congratulations to Dave Rose and BYU of course all these games that aren't picked up will be on BYU TV which is a fantastic avenue if you're a BYU fan Gives you access to every game the Cougars will play each season that's not already on a nationally televised schedule. So, there you go. Some of the news we needed to get to. We'll be back tomorrow. We're going to be doing a listener mailbag segment tomorrow. So, please send in your questions now to me at Locked On BYU for the show Twitter feed or at Jacob C. Hatch. You can hit us up on Facebook. Just search Locked On BYU. You will find the page there. And if you want to send an email, you always can do that at you can send it to locked on BYU at gmail.com thanks so much once again for tuning in tomorrow we will be previewing wisconsin as well as answering your questions so that's coming up stay tuned for it tomorrow this has been locked on byu for september 13th 2018